thanks for tuning in to the Prime Nostalgia, the podcast dedicated to entertainment from childhood. That's 80s, 90s, the latest 2000s. Because Prime know it all, and Lee Boy be wow. And it's from all that, dropping gems for you to find. So that's orange, that light is lying. Prime time is all the time. We talking about the classics, and there's so many. That's Lee Boy TV and P-R-I-M-E. Ow. What's up, people? It's me, the P-R-I-M-E, coming back with another episode other PNP. I'm here with my co-host, Lee Boy uh, TV, obviously, so say what's hey, up. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? You know what I'm saying? Lee Boy in the building, as always, Prime Nostalgia Podcast. Man, I'm just excited to get into this movie. What's up, Prime? You got anything else to say before we introduce? Nah, I'm just going to introduce our guest. We got Miss Natalia Ross here. She's Nickelodeon royalty in a sense, because everybody knows her, so we got we to gotta clap it up for her. Hey, I always do that. I always sound like Blue's Clues when I do the horns. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you guys. Thank you all for having me. Yes, Natanya Ross in the building. Obviously, this is Nickelodeon fam, Nickelodeon legendary status. Um, and if you guys don't know, uh, she's from The Secret World of Al- Alex Mack, uh, okay. Robin Russo, and she's got plenty of other things on her resume that we'll be talking about. But y'all know. Y'all came here for the Nickelodeon nostalgia. So thank you so much for being with us today. Yes, I'm so glad to be here with you guys. And I'm also Nickelodeon royalty. Oh, yeah. Nickelodeon alumni. Oh, you know, I claim all that. Right here. (laughs) We got to stick together. Hey, I mean, that's we all we got. We all all we got. got. (laughs) So I'm excited to hear what questions y'all have for me today. Okay. Okay. I, I mean, I'm nervous. I'm excited. I, 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 let's do this, baby. Let's go. And so I'll just start off by, you know, we like to just catch the vibes at the Prime okay. Nostalgia Podcast. It won't be too much of a grilling, but we definitely have some common uh, history, background things that we need to wow. explore for sure. Wait. We got a, we got a couple friends in high places. So, wow, uh, okay. Okay. Prime, what are we starting off with, man? We want to get wow. right into some Alex Mack. What you got? Uh, I want to start somewhere earlier. Uh, just real quick, just a little background. Mm-hmm. Last week, we did a little, our reboot episode, right? And do you remember what my show was that I rebooted? Oh, uh, look, I didn't. Why are you going to put me on the spot like that? Come anyway. on, man. You know, I got kids and, <laughs> and show, other things that distract me, you know? The show <laughs> that I rebooted man. Um, Head of the class, obviously. Oh my God, here we go. Wait, she was on head of the class. Go ahead, go ahead. She wasn't on head of the class, but head of the class had a spinoff, and she was on a spinoff. Yes. Billy. Billy. And um, I was was very surprised because it was just, she was obviously looks different. She was younger. I was like, oh, she was in Billy, which is cool because Billy was a, Billy was a cool show. Like, I really would have wished it would have went on, but uh, just talk about, can you talk about your experience with Billy? And do people yeah. remember you from Billy at all? Like, do people even know? Yeah, you guys are good. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, that's prime. I'll give him his credit. Y'all yeah. are good. Okay, so Billy is what brought me to California. So forever get grateful for that. Um, it's really like my first kind of starring role. Um I, yeah, I mean, I was, can I cuss? I can cuss, right? Oh yeah, go for it. Family here. I was young as fuck. So, and I feel old as fuck now. So let me see (laughs) how much I can tap into it. But I was, I was eight and a half when I booked it. 
by the time we went to pilot, then to series, I must have been like nine and a half because I remember I turned 10 on the show and Johnny Galecki actually like rolled out this huge birthday cake and had the whole studio audience sing to me. So I do remember that. Do people still remember me from Billy? Um, like the real OGs, like ride or die fans. Like Prime, Prime's the OG. never <laughs> left my side. And like, thank God for you guys, because you keep me relevant still. <laughs> so yes, I do still, I'll get tapped. You know, it's like a, the world of social media is crazy, right? Because I'll get tagged in all of this stuff, which it's, it's so special for me. I answer, I to the best of my ability, I try and answer all my fans and I try and repost as much as I can and when I catch it. And um, so, yeah, people remember that show. It was a bummer that it didn't, it didn't go longer. We were like sandwiched right in between Family Matters and um, I think Perfect Strangers. And I'll give you guys the tea. The reason the show got canceled is because Billy Connolly started doing like the late night circuit and, um, you know, promoting Billy and all of that stuff. And uh, and he is kind of an uh, unfiltered, beautiful Scottish man that doesn't think about some of the things that he says. And I think it just pissed off the wrong people, honestly. And it was almost like a couple weeks after that whole like um you know late night tour went went down that we got canceled like out of nowhere so it wasn't like super, it wasn't super hard to figure out what happened there because it was a good fucking show yeah <laughs> it's quick, good uh, real quick when did you find out or maybe if you're known from at that time did you when did you find out it was like a spinoff type of show I didn't even know it was a spinoff till you just, oh, you just told me it was. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I was so young. I don't think I was like really cognizant of like what all of that meant. Really, I knew that he had been on this show, head of the class, that was really, really popular, and that they had given him his own show. Basically, I didn't really know exactly what that meant. I was young. I'd never seen head of the class. Um, uh, yeah. So and I don't you, know. And you said you were eight and a half. How were how, how old were you when you started uh getting into the business when you started acting? 18 months old. Mm, so you a lifer. Yeah, yeah. I've taken I've taken a nice little decade off, and I can I'm happy to share with you guys why. And I think some of it's pretty public. And you know, other times I feel super comfortable to share it on podcasts like this because I know. A lot of fans are listening and with your guys's promotion and my promotion of it i'm happy to share my story but yeah a lifer for sure um it, it's even saying it out loud is kind of crazy like 18 months old that's wild right mm -hmm. and like honestly by the time I, my brain functioned well enough to even like understand what was going on around me i feel like i had already found like a pretty significant amount of success in the entertainment industry so it's been a wild ride <laughs> for sure oh yeah and yeah. um and obviously like we already said we we're going to be talking about alex mack but i understand you're also on a project with larissa ahead of time on uh was it babysitters club babies so yeah we did babysitters club um like in between season two and three of alex mack okay so yeah, alex so mack came first yeah alex right. mack came first yeah and so, I have a, a crazy story with Alex Mack of how I got the, I mean, yes, it's a crazy story, which I'm happy to share.
I just want to, because you make you make this joke on Instagram all the time. You were in Freaky Friday, right? I was. Why? <laughs> <laughs> the one no one's heard of. No. Yes. <laughs> but why? Do, like, how was that experience? And then, like, have you ever had a moment of trying to explain to people? Because obviously there are so many. There's like, what like what the fuck it is, even yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay, Freaky Friday. Um, Freaky. Okay, couple things. Freaky Friday. Um, it's interesting. I'm wearing my glasses today because I don't. I like rarely wear them. But so Freaky Friday for me came at like that very pivotal time in a young woman's life where you're embarking on puberty. I like. I wasn't hot yet. Um. I was like kind of cute, I guess, but like just kind of, and in the nineties too, with that like bright orange red hair, it like wasn't dope. Like it is now, like now it's dope. But back then it was like something that you got made fun of a lot for. So when I got freaky Friday, a couple of really amazing things happened for me out of that film. One was I met what would become my best friend, Marla Sokoloff. Um, and we joke about it all the time Two, the director of Freaky Friday is the director of Babysitter's Club. So as we're filming Freaky Friday, she's telling me and Marla, oh, I'm set to direct Babysitter's Club. I'm doing it right after this. You guys have parts in it. You have parts in it. You're both babysitters. And we're like, this is great. Marla had already had her own success with Full House and all of these other amazing things she was on. Um, I didn't know that this would be like a lifelong friendship I was about to create with this girl. Um, so that was amazing. And honestly, it's such a slept on version of Freaky Friday because the cast is fucking immaculate. If you look at it, Shelly Long, Gabby Hoffman, me and Marla, Andrew Keegan. I mean, in the 90s, do you get like much better than Andrew Keegan. No. Another friendship that would be created out of that film, which I was very grateful for. And um, so and we can get into Babysitter's Club in a little bit. But anyway, turns out we didn't get roles of the babysitters but we were the OG 90s bad girls in the Babysitter's Club. So that would be the second film that me and Marla got to do together. So it, it was so impactful in so many different ways. But in that movie, I was still in this kind of box of where I always played like the weird friend, the nerdy friend, the not hot girl, <laughs> not the hot girl, not the bitch, you know, not always that. the best friend, always, always the yes mm -hmm. and, and and you know god bless i did it well so i'm grateful for it but in that movie i'm like wearing the weirdest clothes i have glasses that i didn't even need at that time yet now i'm old like i said so now i need glasses um and uh and then you know you put me into this cast of really cool fucking young actors you know, and then there's Andrew Keegan and like every girl at that time. I'll never forget. It was like our first week of filming and I came home from set and Andrew had like left me a, a, a message on my voicemail machine or whatever those things were when you would like come home and chat. I couldn't believe it. I was like, does he like me? Oh, my God. But like I was always very cognizant that I wasn't like the hot girl you know and so when i when i get tagged and stuff from freaky friday now like yes i make the joke because it's not the lindsay lohan one and it's not like the original one um you know but i i just like look at that girl and remember like what it just what an innocent time that was where i was like still trying to figure myself out it's also like if you go back and watch the first season of alex mack and then you watch the second season of alex mack the physical transformation that i make is like 
crazy. I go from like the girl that I looked like in the first season and Freaky Friday to like all of a sudden now second season, Alex Mack, you're like, what the hell happened? It's like I grew up overnight and now I was like kind of in a different league. You know know what I mean? Ask Robin what happened. Yeah, like damn. Like, yeah, like I got boobs. That's that's rocking Robin right there. Exactly, exactly. But I love Freaky Friday. That movie will always be so special to me because of the friendships I made and it got us Babysitter's Club and, you know... Now, before we get into Babysitter's Club, you talked about your being, um, you know, all your friends that you've made and you and you seem to have that common experience on all the sets and all the cast that you're, yeah. you're with. What is it about you that like just people want to link up? Like, where's she at? What's going on with Tanya? Look, <laughs> because I heard some things about you. Oh, I in, well, in, them, in them Oakwoods. You have to tell me. And you could tell me on this podcast, I, I, nothing will embarrass me. I don't know what it is. I am a, I'm a Libra. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's, it's funny that you said that too, because I'm still like best friends with Darius love to this day. He was just at my 40th birthday. It's so crazy that we're in our forties now. And, um, and he said something similar. He said something he, I mean, you've met Darius. Uh, yeah, I, I love Darius. Yeah, he, okay. and he's been on the podcast. Oh, he was yeah. on the podcast. That's right. That's mm-hmm. how I found. You. Yes, yes, yes. That's the connection. So, if you know anything about Darius, you know that he should have and could still be president of the United States one day. Absolutely, he, he yeah. most charismatic, um, uh, philanthropist. I mean, he's just everything, right? And um, we clicked instantly. We were like best friends from the gate. And uh, he said something similar at my birthday too. Just that, like. I think that one of my kind of blessings from God is that I have an innate ability to bring people together. So I tend to be like the glue, right. Of like all of these different groups and like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to like, it's hard. Cause like, I don't want to I mean, you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to dig yourself up. Like I'm just the shit. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just the guy. I'm the one. Yeah. I've, I've, I've always made friends easily. Um, I come from like a, a kind of like a, a shattered family background situation. So I think that like in every social setting I was ever in, I was always looking to recreate family somehow for myself that I didn't have at home. And it's interesting because in our adult years now, and I'm writing a book too, we can get into that also. I signed all for all of that like a year ago, but it's interesting because just like five, six years ago, I sat down with Darius and I was like, I need to tell you like what was really going on at home, you know? And he had no idea. He's like, how the fuck did you keep all of that? Like to yourself, so to speak. Um, you know? So yeah, I think that to me, like my friends have always been incredibly significant and, and I have nurtured those relationships and some of them have been like lifelong and, so yeah, I don't know. I hope I answered that question okay and I don't sound like an asshole like I'm trying to hype myself up, but I do know that's a skill. People see I mean people say that about you like you said Darius said that about you. Um you know, I didn't actually hear a personal story about you at the Oakwood. I just watched uh, the 20th anniversary of the oh, Alex Max. just went off the cuff. <laughs> he's talking about uh Andrew, yeah. yeah, he's talking about everything. But yeah. it was um and, and just from knowing other people that you know, 
the, your name does come up and it's always in a positive light. So uh, if you haven't heard it before, you know, people love you, Natanya. Well, and that's why you. You know, we had to have you come up today. That so. means a lot. Yeah, it always means a lot to hear. Right. I mean, Absolutely. we need to. Yeah, it means a lot. Thank you. <laughs> sure. Well, uh, this is definitely off topic. Definitely about to probably just go left. But you got his TL shirt on. I just want to know. Favorite TLC song. Oh, all that theme. No, I'm playing. <laughs> of course. I mean, there's so there's so many. I mean, like, there's so many TLC records that like represent a different chapter of my life. Like, even when we were doing Babysitters Club, like everybody was listening to Hole and Nirvana. And like I got down with that too. But I was like listening to Crazy Sexy Cool, you know, and they were like, what the fuck are you listening to? I'm like, this is my shit. Like this is, you know, so favorite song i don't know even like ooh on the tlc tip like the i mean i don't mean to make this like sound depressive or anything but like the second time i went to rehab we can talk about it uh that album and um and college dropout actually that's why i was so blown away by this whole um kanye documentary that I've been just spinning, yeah. i've been spinning that college dropout heavy recently <laughs> I mean, I played Spaceship like on repeat mm. over and over. I feel like that album and the TLC album like really got me through that 30 days for sure. So I, I don't know. Um, so, I, I um, it sounds like you use music for therapy. I mean, yeah. and, and you yeah. talked about let's let's talk about it since you brought it up. Yeah. I mean, go, uh, being in rehab and yeah. if you want to share what you went to rehab for and yeah. um how you're still involved in recovery maybe and yeah. and you know what it means to you to be able to to uh um yeah you know there's uh being a child actor is such like a delicate um beautiful complicated layered thing that i think it's just a very interesting process when like i said by the time you're able to like understand your surroundings you're already like on the way to being pretty famous and then by the time you're 10 11 12 years old you're famous you know and um you know thank god in the 90s we did not have this pressure of social media and tmz and all of this shit that there is now or else um you know it would have probably been really bad for me but yeah but you know by the time i had kind of aged out of a lot of these parts i was getting obviously i'm famous for being on a very 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 famous excuse me nickelodeon show um kind of like my my personal activities like I, even at oakwood and stuff like that i was still like okay like i was a good girl for the most part but i come from a very complicated family background um and yeah by the time i was in like my mid-20s i just couldn't really hold it together anymore and i got involved um with some pretty serious drugs and uh and and started going to rehab to try and better my life and it just you know it wouldn't stick it would stick and it was just kind of this big thing but now i've been in recovery long term for a long time almost a decade and um and i am a director of a drug and alcohol treatment facility so now i put people into treatment um and i'm obviously very active in 12-step communities and and kind of where i found my big passion is helping the homeless communities of los angeles i post about it a lot if either one of you want to get involved, I'm happy to like make that connection. And right now what we've been focusing on, I'm so blessed to have um, a lot of 
um, child actor friends still, you know, like my friends from the Mighty Ducks or the Sandlot or whatever it is. And I get everybody involved because I want as much attention um, and to create as big of a platform as possible for it. And now kind of our mission has been raising money to buy tiny homes to get homeless people off of the streets of Los Angeles and into a tiny home. And not every homeless person PS is like some drug addicted, transient person. A lot of it is men untreated mental health, unmedicated um, you know, mental health, uh, circumstance, COVID. I mean, it just, it goes on and pride. on. So, some, some people just got pride, right? <laughs> pride. That's right. So I have kind of found my magic later on in life through service work. That has been what has helped me stay sober. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a rough fucking go my twenties. Um, I mean, you made it out looking great. I yes, know that's not the measure you. of, you know, sure. success in, in that in that nature, but <laughs> sure. Yeah. And, you know, and I got lucky, too, that everyone just really right. kind of stuck by my side, you know, like all my friends, like I have so many of the same friends from when we were like kids acting to now and everyone just like stuck by my side. Um, and thank God, you know, I'm so grateful for that. So yeah, that's my story with that stuff. That is why I took such a long break from the entertainment industry. I had to find myself as a woman. I had to find myself as a human being. I had to um, maintain like a long-term permanent sobriety until I could even think about what I wanted to come back and do. And, and so, but here I am now, you know, I started dipping my toe in again, like five years ago and and mainly what it is looked like is a lot of personal appearances and autograph signings and now writing this book and doing a lot, a lot of podcasts um, and social media stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm back for the most part. Yeah, we back, we back, baby. Hey, yeah, we back. Got a, I got a similar story too. So we definitely going to have to connect because I'm, I'm a real big, real big advocate for child star rehabilitation, I call it. Yeah. Um, I've got a secret project with some of our friends that, and you know, I'm gonna have to, you know, you're gonna have to be privy to this project now. I'm gonna have to I send hope you I'm a couple part of emails. I'm gonna have to send you a couple emails. <laughs> I, I would be offended if I'm not. Hey, well, we connected now. So, okay. Um, but yeah, man, it's been, you know, it's important that we definitely shine a light on what people like us go through because so yeah. much, you know, we, we reach a, a huge, a height at such a young age and it seems like it's, it's seemingly snatched away from us and it's yeah. uh it can become yeah. so traumatic um i you know i definitely had my bout with drugs and alcohol i similarly took many years out of the industry and i'm still you know i'm thinking about getting me an agent nowadays but yeah. still have not made any formal um you know attempts at getting back into the industry right. But um, yeah, it's something that it definitely needs to be, there needs to be a light shed on what we go through. So thank yeah. you for being an advocate. Yeah, yeah. It's important work and, and it's very important to, um, you know, because as child stars, it's just like, it, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. I have a lot of friends who have been through similar stuff as us and um, have made it out on the other side. And some of their stories were so public that I was like, damn, like I didn't even experience a quarter of that. Like, I mean, I, I definitely got slammed on a lot of shit, you know, of, 
in my twenties and when I would get sober and then relapse. And then all of a sudden there's some like, you know, people magazine, like, Oh, she fucking did it again. Or is she dead? Is she alive? I mean, I definitely have my fair share of that kind of stuff, but I've seen some of my friends who have gone through it on like a viral level, even in the, just the last few years where it's like, yeah, we have to get involved and help each other because it's important because it's a camaraderie that like only somebody that has experienced that would understand, you know? Absolutely. And there's a way um, and there's right. a way to find your worth outside of like being a famous person. That's, there you go. that's the key. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What are you going to say, right. Prime? I seen you try to get in. What's up? No, no. I have a question for yeah. technically, I could ask it both of y'all technically. So, y'all. so obviously people expect nobody to not go through anything. And when you're going through something, people like, even though fans, they don't know. Cause it's not their obviously not their knowledge. Maybe asking some dumb questions. Go ahead. When you gonna do this again? When you gonna do that again? It's kind of like it's hard to like not let people down. But I just want to know how is getting through that part of it. It's like when people want to see you and stuff, but yeah, it's tough. I mean, that's like probably the number one most asked question I get is like, "Are you gonna start acting again?" Or like, "Why did you stop acting?" Or you know, "Would you do this? Would you do that?" And like you know, I'm such a big believer in God and that like everything, um, happens for a reason and there's no mistakes in God's universe, but like, I don't know. I mean, if, um, like, kind of like you said, like if a opportunity presented itself to me and someone like we were up for an Alex Mack reboot for a while and all that got it instead. Ah, we <laughs> no, did. Kidding, I wasn't. Wait, you. It's all okay. good. I wasn't there. You can't blame it on me. I, I know. I know. I know. Me up. And maybe we might still get it. I don't know. But like for a while, I was just like, listen, if they call, if Nickelodeon calls me and says, look, we're going back, like I'll be there, right? Or if someone thinks about me and they're like, hey, whatever happened to that girl? Let's get her in. The, I would say yes, but I, I, I haven't been actively pursuing anything i've kind of taken like a different route in getting my toe back in the water i you know i started just doing photo shoots and like those shoots turned out really well and they were getting some attention and then um i signed with a booking agent who was like you should be signing autographs and meeting your fans and i was like that's like a thing that happens and <laughs> my god it's like a, the craziest the, these comic cons and like all of that stuff so I started doing that and I started getting to kind of like travel around the country with my, some of my best friends, you know, who were also signing and that was awesome. And then this book opportunity presented itself and then I've been doing that. So I'm just like, I just do kind of like a slow hustle, right? Where like, I'm, I, I always have like something going on, but you know, am I like going out on auditions every single day? No, no. no that's why we quit because them damn right. auditions. Like. We didn't want to do that, you know. And then I think about it too. I'm like, damn, I'm 40 now. Like, I know what I went through back in the day, and like how, oh, how like tough that can be with like certain things, especially as a woman. And I'm like, do I really want to like go through that again? I don't know. So. Yeah, to an to answer your question, how do I answer that? 
I just kind of, I don't know. I guess it depends on the day and it depends on my mood, how I answer it, to be honest. Most of the time, it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> and just, I would and I would say it's just triggering when someone just brings up all that or Alex Mack. It's like, oh, like, yeah, it's, I could have been there. I could. I know. I know. I know. It is a little bit of like a, a nail in the heart <laughs> for sure, especially like when you turn on the TV and like every other channel is one of your friends and they're right, like, right. we're famous now. And you're like, what? But look, I gained a bunch of weight and a bunch like I did some crazy stuff just to mask it. I started rapping. I'm like, do not associate me with, with Nickelodeon or, or Nickelodeon or all that. Yeah. No, I get it. I know. I know. I think a lot of us went through that. So I hope I answer that question. Okay. But yeah, man. Hey, yeah, Prime. Don't forget about it, man. We're gonna go right into the break. I know you say you wanted to talk about all the Alex Mack stuff in the second half, so we'll be right back with the 20th anniversary talk, and we're gonna talk about everything Robin Russo. Y'all come right here to the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. Don't go nowhere. Be right back. PMP folks, we are back with another Nickelodeon nostalgia legend, the Tanya Ross. We are about to get into Alex Mack because I know some of y'all just been waiting for Alex Mack, but hey, the first half y'all going crazy. This girl, she giving up the tea, y'all. Yeah, so, uh, go rewind and watch it again. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, so I wanted to get started off with the 20th anniversary because you talked about tiptoeing back into the business and you got writing and producing credits on this, and everyone's like crediting you with getting everybody together. Um, just tell us a little bit of background about how you got everyone together and was it your idea? And just yeah, just give us uh give us the tea because you know, all that we always looking to do another reunion. I might need some tips. Look. <laughs> Well, so the way it kind of all like got started was uh, there was a a fan who I guess I was friends with on Facebook who posted something about the Boy Meets World episode that I was in and like kind of 
said something about my character's name. So I had like wrote a nice little comment or whatever. And he actually DM'd me and said like, Hey, have you guys ever done or thought about doing an Alex Mack reunion? Like people would flip out over that. I was like, no, Nickelodeon just slept on us. They ain't worried about all that. uh, Yeah. They did not care about that at all. But what I did was I called Darius and then I called Jason Strickland from the show. And, uh, and we said, well, let's like get together and just really talk about this and see what's up. So, so the three of us, and then Ben Smith, who played Lewis on the show, we all met, um, at a restaurant that I was actually just at today in the Valley. And, uh, we sat and talked for like five hours. I mean, it was crazy because all of us together hadn't been together in like 15 years, something crazy like that. And, and, uh, and we realized that we were not going to get any financial help from Viacom, Nickel, nothing. So we said, fuck it, let's just do it ourselves. And um, so we scouted the location and we locked down that location. And Great Jason, location, city walk. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got hooked up. We paid for everything. Um, and uh, Jason and I kind of wrote it all out. And uh, then I just slowly started calling everybody. And, uh, and Larissa was kind of the toughest cause we knew she was on the East coast. So, you know, we, we realized that as soon as we got her to say yes, like we were good to go and, and we were, and, uh, yeah, and it was special. It was really cool. And I needed a host and I had reached out to Kel and Kel was too expensive. <laughs> um, and Angelique's like, my let me write phone. down that note. Look, yeah. <laughs> And Angelique, Don't ask Kel, no. <laughs> I wanted Kel and Angelique. I wanted the two of them together because Alex Mack and all that were so heavily associated in that snake lineup. And we had grown up with all of them, you know, at least like the OG, OG, all that cast. And I mean, Elisa Reyes was like one of my closest friends. We were since we were seven years old, six or seven. Mm. Like, so anyway, we couldn't get Kel. Um, so, but Angelique was like, you know, I probably can find someone else to do it with that it'll jive with. And we were very set on the fact that we wanted Angelique to, to host it. And that's just kind of how it went down. And, um, so yeah, Darius, Jason, and I all produced and funded and wrote it. And, uh, Jason has his own production company called in the light productions and his team came out and, and filmed it. And, uh, and it turned out great and everyone showed up and producers, creators, directors. Um, I mean, it was crazy. So, and then we opened it up to like a limited amount of fans. No, yeah. Really? It, it, no, I was going to say it was amazing. Like I've been uh, lucky to be a part of a couple reunions with all that one at Kamikaze, one at Good Burger. And then right. we had one, uh, just a Zoom reunion on the Prime Nostalgia podcast. We had about 15 I saw that. cast members. Yeah, that was so. awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. So I could, I could say I produced one too, but yours was amazing. I encourage everyone to go check it out because Thank it's you. really damn near made for TV and it's a great time seeing everybody up there. Everyone looked great. And by the end, Darius was uh, like the host. So it, <laughs> he like turned into the host. So Always. it kind of makes sense that he was involved in. The, in Always. The now, re- while you were saying your host, Phil, I got a text from somebody. I just want to read you what this says. This is a question for you. Okay. It says, Who is your favorite person that's a friend from the show till this day in all caps? Darius. And did Darius text you that? Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> but, the, but, the, but regardless, like I know, because I know Darius texts in all caps, um, but also Darius, I mean, regardless if he texted that or not, Darius is my favorite person, not just from the show, but like from my childhood of all time. Like that is my guy. It was so crazy. I was at the uh, Once Upon a Time in LA recently where Draco got stabbed. I was like right there. It was fucking nuts. But I ran into Darius's dad. He was doing security that night. Or no, he was a, he's a firefighter. I forget. But he was in uniform. <laughs> he was there. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. So I like took a picture and sent it to Darius. I fucking love Darius. That's like, that's my boy. I love From- him too. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't. I didn't- I know I probably auditioned with him and was around him back in the day. We probably yeah. were put into the room as brothers or something. Um, but I'm just a fan of his spirit. Like, um, and so that's why I asked him to be on the podcast. I just love the guy and I barely know him. Definitely love everything he did about Tupac, everything around Tupac. He's Whoa, just like A1 incredible. in my book. Yeah. Um, so incredible. shout out to Darius Love forever. Yeah. And I actually got a text as well for oh, you. Okay. Um okay. <laughs> Might as well. I mean, since you 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 pulled out yours from Angelique, she okay. says, um, I'm extremely proud of you uh, and the woman you have become and still are becoming. Love you to infinity and beyond. If you had one superpower to help humanity, what would it be and why? Oh, I fucking love her so much. That almost just made me cry, actually. She loves you. Too I mean, much Botox. I, I don't know. That, I don't know <laughs> if the tears will come out, but got squeeze them out i know both of both of those people are just so significant to me um if i had one superpower to help humanity i don't know like how you would fit i don't know how you would make this into a superpower but i think like the ability to um like see people's hearts so we could like eliminate judgment and we could eliminate hatred and we could eliminate like just fucked up shit to so like like if you have you know if if you're in a bad having a bad day or something and you're like you know rude to the fucking waiter that you like some flash would come over you to see like them at home with their five kids that they fucking hustle so hard for just shit like that you know what i mean i mean i think we're so lacking of that or when you drive by a homeless person and in people that want to be like oh that's so fucking gross or whatever instead you see like in like a blink of an eye the entire trajectory of like where they were before they were homeless and like what all of the the factors that got them to actually like being a person that's houseless like stuff like that i think would be i think i don't think we would live in the world that we live in today that's for sure. If we could like actually see into people's hearts and spirits and, and history. And empathize and empathize with them. Yeah. Right. And the yeah. histories that like people come from, you know, um, that, and like, obviously if I had like a billion dollars to like get everybody off the street, that would be great too. I would love that. Um, you know? Yeah. But yeah, there's my you answer. Mean- Was that Angelique's question? That was Angelique's question. Yes. Dang, Angelique. You know, she always got to get deep. You know, I Angelique. love you, baby. I love you. Yeah, that was a good she's one. A, she's always yeah. taking it to the next level. So yeah, I'm best. So Prime, what's up, man? I think is it is uh, it? I want to talk about this. This I got one more question about the 20th anniversary. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Let's get into uh, that. Obviously, you you all did it yourselves pretty much. You kind of just had everything going. Um. 
what member maybe surprised you the most by actually showing up? Not because not because it's n- like nothing wrong, just because you know, like schedules are hard to get a hold of. Schedules are hard, and it was I think like 10, 15 years since we had all been together at the same. Probably Alexis Fields. <laughs> she at that point she's acting again now and fucking killing it. But at that point, I don't know that she was like that interested in doing that kind of stuff. But like that's my first best friend ever in life, right? And she was like, all right bitch for you i'll be there you know so (laughs) um maybe alexis uh we were you know very honored that larissa like she flew herself out and we were like well out of the budget we'll do she's like no no no, i got it like so but yeah surprised probably alexis yeah we're big fans of alexis i mean she's been in so many nostalgic um iconic projects that it's that whole just, family is like ridiculous. hollywood royalty yeah. exactly yeah. there's no way around it yeah she's yeah, the absolutely. best she just turned 40 too i can't believe it it's crazy it's insane mm-hmm. and don't Rock. look a day over 30 no right 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 <laughs> shout out to alexis look she uh she out there killing it man yeah. um and you just have so many great friends, man. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That that show up for you, and you've been around. Um, I loved what you did with that 20th anniversary. So so Thank kudos you. to you again. Once again, everybody go watch it. It's worth a couple spins. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm hoping um, like LA Comic Con or one of those places does our 30th year anniversary. Um, we will make that happen somehow. We will make that happen. And and you said you had a booking agent. Do you ever see other cast members out there in these um in these Comic Con streets? <laughs> so I got Darius and Angelique both signed with him. It's been like you know with COVID, this signing world has been very weird, and like they're trying to get in the actors that had been promised the show the year before. I mean, it's just tough, you know, but um, I know that my agent is working on trying to get like Nickelodeon crew together at these different signings and stuff, Um, you know, because Darius and I together are like a crazy team. I actually, I just made a TikTok. I can't even believe it. And like, I'm trying to go viral. I don't know how, Um, but I'm trying. You keep going. I I have no idea. But I saw that someone had that was recently at my 40th birthday party had pieced together this like video of like all of these child actors that were kind of like doing speeches for me at my birthday or whatever. Darius, of course, started it off, of course. So if you guys have TikTok, look me up and find it. It's a really cool video. Very nostalgic for sure. Um, but um, so, yeah, I mean, we're always I'm always trying to we're so good together, me and Darius and me and Darius Angelique, too. Um, so, but do I see other people from my show? Was that the question? Um, guest stars, a lot of like Jason Marsden, like a lot of people that did guest spots on the show I see at signings, but my agent has created kind of a very cool little, very iconic, like nineties team. So he's got mighty what? You travel with the Ducks a lot too, the Mighty Ducks, right? I do, yeah. So Sean Weiss is one of my best friends. So we got so lucky to have, you know, we get to go around the world and and uh, and do all of that together. And that's listen, that's another like um, story of triumph, right? A guy who got fucking railed over the coals behind his addiction. So unfair that the media does this, but they love it. They love to do that to people. And 
you know, and he was just like, anyway, regardless. So yeah, with the ducks, all the guys from the sandlot, um, he had, he just got like the, some people from the little giants. We got Darius and Angelique. We have Danny Tamborelli, um, Jonathan Lipnicki, who in my opinion is the most famous child actor of all time and a good friend of mine who I love very much. Um, but you can come for me for that. I don't care. Like maybe Macaulay Culkin. I'm not sure, but there is no cuter kid. And like the head weighs eight human head weighs eight pounds from Jerry Maguire. Like, please. And like Mike Stewart, little, come on crazy. So he has a crazy little team and we all get to like, kind of do a lot of these different shows together. Um, you know, I would love to do more Alex Mack reunion stuff like you guys did at, at, um, but you know, kamikaze, yeah. kamikaze, so, and, come when it comes, you know? And that's why I kind of asked, cause uh, I could just see you guys, obviously you had the reunion in 2018, but shoot, people would want to see that every city, every year. I'm sure. I know your your lips to God's ears. Maybe you just manifested that into happening. We'll see. Absolutely. You know, Um, when I see the Sandlot guys, they do all these shows together and people lose their minds, you know, and I'm like, does anyone want to come over to my table? Because it's all of them at once. And it's like, that's very powerful for somebody whose favorite movie growing up is the Sandlot. Right. I mean, Even for me, who like, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw The Sandlot, you know, I did a movie with Chauncey when I was 15 or whatever, um, who played Squints. But even me, sometimes when I see them all together, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like, that's very special for the fans. And um, so I think you're right. It would be incredibly special to have all of us together. So maybe I have to put my little producing mind around yeah, at least for for y'all for y'all yeah. will make it work yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no so i just i just wanted to go ahead and and, and you know segue over into some a uh, couple alex mac i mean people i'm sure people can watch you talk about alex mac everywhere so we want to have a special interview for sure but i just want to ask how does now your character robin russo mm-hmm. she was very anti she's a little very. bit was she like goth? I don't know. If she was goth. She was just like hipster kind of. I mean, I guess like the original '90s um, goth Nickelodeon character. I don't really remember seeing that on Nickelodeon before Robin came around. I think she was like a fashion icon of the '90s for sure. She understood life in like a a different way than like kids that age were supposed to understand life. I think she like had her hands in the darker pockets of what life can actually be and feel like. And I think it was like a very good representation that, um, you know, I mean, she was so true to herself. Like when I was a kid playing that character, I didn't understand how special she was until much later on in life. Now as an adult, like when people tag me in like, certain things with lines of you know and i look back at like some of the scenes i'm just like wow this character is really special and to this day i get dms or back in the day fan mail saying that like this character specifically helps them get through high school or they were very suicidal growing up and knowing there was somebody else um on television representing kids feeling that way of like you know, the glass um, half empty as opposed to half full was very significant and helpful to them. 
Um, but yeah, I would say like the OG Nickelodeon goth girl for sure. You know, for sure. Okay. Yeah, that's dope. And uh, I don't know if that's something that you um, specifically related to, or is it, was it like a character? No, that's not you. Nah, you was Miss TLC and was, <laughs> you was out there bumping I was cool. and grinding and dancing. Yeah, she was doing was all the fucking, dance. You know yeah, <laughs> I was, I was like, hip slick and cool from the day I could speak um I yeah I could not relate at all I was like some of the outfits they had me in I was, I was like oh this is the worst like I would go in the makeup trailer and they do my makeup I'd sneak off to my dressing room and always like add a little bit more like wherever I could like I was very rebellious and I was like I've always been a very free bird and it's kind of hard to like rein me in and yeah so I didn't relate to but as an adult I sure as fuck do <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay, Robin knew what was up, like from a very early age, for sure. So what is like, because uh, doing some research about it, uh, Rooney Runabout is probably the episode that people mention, I guess, the most about you. I, but I, oh. I watched one earlier today when you were shaming Alex for wanting to be a, a cheerleader, um, which was hilarious. But what would be like one of your favorite episodes that you would maybe suggest people to watch of you or just maybe your favorite episode that you performed in for your own selfish reasons? Um, I mean, it's kind of a mixed bag because like all of season two, I got to be with Alexis. So Alexis and I were always together in pretty much every scene. Um, season three. Again, I make like a, another crazy like physical transformation. Like if you see me from like season to season, I think I probably have the crate, maybe Darius too, but I think I probably have the craziest like physical transformation where I just look so, so different and so different and so different and so different. But all of season four was very special. And I was actually just like writing about this part in the book that I'm writing is that, um, it was, our, we knew it was our last season going into it. We knew Larissa wanted to go to college. We knew we were the number one television kids television show, like period, you know, we knew we all that was like just about to come for us, but like we were still we still had that title and we knew it were it was our last moments together, you know, and, and I was in all the episodes in season four. The other seasons, the reason why I wasn't in all the episodes is because I was always leaving to go do they would let me out to go do a guest spot here or a movie here or a TV movie or whatever season four, I was like, no, I'm here. I want to have every second I can with these people before this is it for us. So I think like all the episodes in season four were very special. I cannot, I, I have no memory of like episode names. I know people talk about the, the Rob, the Rooney runabout because, um, but I don't even think that's like my biggest episode really, but like, yeah, I'm doing like gym stunts or I don't even no, it wasn't oh, even me. for some other reason because people watching you bounce around or something. Maybe, but like, <laughs> sorry to disappoint, but I, that was a stunt double. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah, but I'd say like uh, most of the episodes in season four are just very special. We brought in Will Estes that season um, and he was the best. And yeah, so I don't know. I don't have like a I think I was in like 60 episodes of Alex Mack out of the 84 or maybe like 65 really. And um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't have a good answer for that question. No, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, because I think for, you know, for all that cast members, 
it's probably a little bit different because it's like our favorite character we played you and we can just skits. remember yeah your character yeah. exactly like how many episodes of all that did you do do you remember uh it's probably about 35 40 it was so three you, uh, it was three seasons three seasons okay which is kind of like that's a long time i mean other than like josh server or who i'm who i'm also friends with of course um other than like josh or kel or keenan right like three seasons seems to be like if you can hang in there three seasons like that's a big deal on all that most people yeah, is yeah. one season or two seasons or whatever you know Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so i mean i mean i always tell cj in the cloudy nights it was just a skit that i could remember but yeah i could see where you're saying like oh yeah. you know what i was just having fun in my scenes with alexis or yeah uh, season four we had a great time so that's dope i remember like because i get tagged in a lot of a lot of shit you know that's like hard to keep up with but like if i see a certain outfit or if I see like a lineup of like me, Darius, Alexis, Larissa, or me, Darius, Larissa, or me, you know, whoever it is, me, Ben, and whatever, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that scene. I remember those lines. Um, I remember that like, you know, monologue or whatever. Other than that, I mean, if I'm being honest, I haven't watched the show other than like little clips that I get tagged in in a long time. <laughs> so if I went back and watched it, I'd probably have like better answers. Yeah, That's fair. you get it. I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't watch. Yeah, I don't go back and watch. on OG, all that. No, no, yeah, no. I so. mean, I show my kids every once in a while. But other than that, right. nah. yeah, exactly. When I get tagged in stuff, I remember better. But go yeah. check it out on Daily Motion. You can watch it if you don't. I don't know. if I think it's on Paramount Plus, too. No, it's not like what it's not. Ah, oh, look, I didn't let the cat out the bag. Yeah, they be hating a little bit, but look. a little bit. I mean, all that's on, on there, right? Is barely. all that? Yeah, on we got barely not all the seasons. Barely. Okay. It starts at season two. They go from season two to season four. That's it. Ooh, I'm on four. I'm on four, baby. Okay, well, you made it into one at least. Yeah, I I feel like Alex Mack will come out this year on Paramount Plus. It's just like. There was like a hashtag going around for a while, like where's Alex Mack? So it'll it's it'll come. I hope it does. I want those checks. <laughs> I mean, and you're right though. It was um absolutely I didn't realize that it was the number one kid show, but I know um, you know, I was watching when she turned to that damn puddle, it was like magic every revolution every night. It was yeah. amazing. Definitely. And, uh, you know, I grew up watching all that before I got on, but yeah. I was watching Alex Mack every episode. And uh, I think that's why I felt like Darius was always my brother, because I was just watching yeah. Ray Alvarado <laughs> having the time. Yeah, life. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Always yeah. watched it. Yeah. Well, we are coming to the end. I just got this this last question slash comment slash whatever this is. I'm going to say. I loved your episode in Boy Meets World. That's all I'm gonna say. So. Oh, thank you. <laughs> My favorite show, and he your episode was one Meets of the best World, episodes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. You know what's crazy is I I I hear that so often. I don't know what it was about this specific episode that meant so much to people. Um, was, I mean, I it was their first make every series at some point has like a makeover episode where they take some like nerdy. Mm -hmm person and make them over into this beauty queen and we were the that was the first boy meets world episode to do i think first and only as far as i know and um it was like you know a pygmalion like uh you know world and then uh 
women ask boys to the dance and that whole thing. I actually just saw Ryder and Will at a um, at a Comic Con I did in uh, Albuquerque a few months ago, and and uh, and Ryder and I were talking about that episode. I mean, not to like you know shatter your dreams, but like in today's day and age like that shit would not fly you know mm. like a like a ugly girl asks Corey matthews to the dance and like in order for him to like be okay with going to the dance with her his best friend needs to turn her into a supermodel like that's fucked up there's right? a lot of stuff that would not pass obviously right but, i mean it's so much shit from the 90s would not fly today but yeah Ryder and i were talking about that i thought it was really funny but thank you i mean that means a lot i get I, I hear Ingrid Iverson all the time. I've loved doing that show. I loved being on that episode. Um, I was, you know, very close with Ben Savage after that. And that show meant a lot to me. And um, yeah, people still like rep that episode hard. I think what helps it the most is because obviously at the end, she doesn't get with Corey. She goes and does her own thing. She still fucked like him that. over. It's so crazy. Yeah, that, I, I think know. that makes it funny. She never gets the girl, so it's like oh. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a good moment. And, uh, and yeah, and then before we close, also, you know, with this being Women's History Month, we wanted to definitely highlight some of the women that we know from Nickelodeon. I mean, there's so many stories, um, you know, entertainers that were on on Nickelodeon in the 90s and you're definitely part of that history so we wanted to cement you and then hopefully we'll bring on some more of your friends I'm sure you know everybody so yeah. you don't know everyone else that we bring on but yes. um and I just want to give a shout out because Amanda Amanda Bynes is actually having her conservatorship hearing soon and uh just everyone that you know has a heart out there for the women of Nickelodeon just keep her yeah. in her, your prayers as part yeah. of your uh, sorority so um yeah man just have everyone all all of us child stars in your prayers for really, That's right. really I but, love that you said but, that um, That's beautiful yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and then with that I mean tell the people where to find you yeah, so I am on Instagram. It's just at Natanya Ross. Um, Natanya is with a Y, if you don't know. I'm on TikTok now. Don't judge me for my lack of followers. I will blow that shit up. Just give me some time. Just also at Natanya Ross. And then I have a, a Facebook fan page, Natanya Ross. And um, yeah, if there's anybody out there that uh, is doing these Comic Cons or anything, you can um, contact me through my agency at the Philadelphia Connection. And that's about it. And just keep an eye out for that book, probably uh, 2023, 2023. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh. And then you guys know where to find me at Leeboy TV, LeeboyTV.com, LeeboyTV on youtube please follow me on youtube i'm you know i'm trying to do some reactions you know what i'm saying i'm trying to get that youtuber money out here you know what i'm saying yeah. please I'm, i ain't trying to go back to work no more y'all lord uh, help me help me he's on youtube uh, working hard having his mic muted for like an hour hey i did have if yeah go check me out on instagram I, yeah i was talking about freddie from the band for like 30 45 minutes with my mic on mute the whole oh, time no. But, oh no hey, we about to be right back at it tonight in fact i got some better stuff to talk about so yeah reactions on lee boy tv youtube please check me out lee boy tv everywhere 
Uh, <laughs> Don't be laughing at me. You saw the face. You saw it was yeah. just a look of shame, disgust, embarrassment. Like but. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, KVNG Prime Time, and uh, Prime Nostalgia Pod on Instagram. Or yeah, Prime Nostalgia Pod on Instagram. And uh, we're going to get active on Twitter eventually. And um, from Natalia, from Lee Boy, from me. All I gotta say is prime time is all the time. All the and time, baby. Go watch Alex Mack. Yeah, yeah. Check out that old old school Alex Mack. Yeah, Daily Motion. If it ain't on Paramount Plus, you know, you go find it somewhere else. All right, y'all. We out. Prime time. All the time, baby. Thanks for tuning in to the Prime Nostalgia, the podcast dedicated to entertainment from childhood. That's 80s, 90s, the latest 2000s. Because Prime know it all, and Lee Boy be wow. And he's from all back, dropping gems for you to find. So that's orange, that light is lying. Prime time is all the time. We talking about the classics, and there's so many. That's Lee Boy TV and P-R-I-M-E. Pal.